So I'll give you guys kind of a quick rundown for what we're thinking on the summer. We're going to have these calls every single Friday around noon, noon Eastern. And you, we're going to switch off a little bit on exactly what we're doing. Some weeks we're going to cover what and do a deeper dive into our deep dive that we publish on Mondays, our tactical kind of framework for how we're doing some things. We're also going to go through some specific modules in the zero to one roadmap. So we have videos that are paired with them to, um, we're going to go step-by-step step through some category creation ones, the beginner audience building strategy. We have like a nice list of those and just the way we're going to do the digital writing compass interviews that come after, we're going to batch those together. So the, like we have Ali Abdal today, right after this at one o'clock. Um, that's how, what we're going to do going forward. So we're going to usually have about two hours of calls every Friday. So if you're blocking your calendar, you can dial in, get comfortable. But as always, we will send the replay. So we're going to have that. We're going to have the Monday deep dive. And then Wednesdays, we're going to do our win celebration. We put it in the email yesterday. But what we really want to do is start to create a ritual around every Wednesday. Everyone in the community shares their biggest win. Something goes viral, something successful, you get a job, you have a breakthrough category creation, whatever it is, we want to share those so we can start to celebrate them every single Wednesday. That's really it on the logistics side, other than we had a handful of executive captains lock in their spot, which means today we're going to close enrollment, make sure they all get a nice awesome onboarding and get everything they need to get up to speed. We're going to reopen back probably towards August as the end, as we get a sense for how this one went and we'll open up one or two more slots. So big congrats to everyone who joined. It's going to be a lot of fun. Cool. You think I miss anything? No, just the executive captain stuff is something that we're going to spend the next couple months flushing out and building more into. So just really excited about that. But I, I really want to dig into this. Um, this deep dive that we shared, because I think there's so much packed in here. If you've gotten a chance to read it, um, throw in the chat if you have actually, because this was one of those Dickie and I sat down and two hours later, we're like, whoa, this is super helpful. I think people would get a lot out of this. So we'd love to just walk through that today. Um, I think it might also be different, even if you did read it, to be able to just kind of steep yourself in our thinking and we'll kind of go through each section individually. Agreed. All right. So what do you want to start with? I think just high level, you know, if for those who, who haven't read it, and, and even if you have, our whole idea here was, you know, Ship 30 has been around for about a year and a half at this point. Um, we started, I think, really deliberately building our email list maybe a year ago. I think for the first six months, it was sort of accidental and it wasn't really part of what we were building. So we've spent the past year building an email list of, what do you think we're around? Like 30,000-ish? Yeah, we're 34,000, 34, yeah. And I can share screen and talk through some ConvertKit stuff later. Yeah, so, you know, for a, for a year of effort and a lot of trial and error and us kind of going through this very much for the, for the first time, you know, we'd, we'd built email lists in the past, but this is the first time that it was like, okay, this is a core function of this business and this community. Um, 
and just spending a lot more time and resources. We've talked to a lot of people. We've bought some courses ourselves on how to grow email lists. And so we're, we're a year in, you know, 34,000 email lists. How do we get to a hundred, you know? And that was the big question that Dickie and I sat down to ask ourselves. And a lot of times when you set a goal like that, it, it can be very easy to fall into the trap of, I need to do a million different things. And so when we were sitting through the, sitting with this, the goal wasn't, what are all the things we can do? It's what are the things that are going to have the highest impact? And then of those things, how many can we automate or systematize in some way so that the majority of our time is spent building Ship 30, improving the community, getting to spend more time with you all, right? Like that's, that's what we want. So it, it's, a, it's a question of not just how do we make the number go up, but how do we also make the number go up while preserving our time and headspace? And I think that's just a helpful framing for that. Yeah, we basically wanted to say, okay, there's a billion different ways you could grow an email list. How could we put out a weekly cadence that if we simply repeat for a year, we're at 100K, straight up, right? Take the thinking out of it, take the growth hacking out of it. How can we say, we're in this for the long haul. We want to be at 100K in a year. What does that look like? And we, so we sat down and said, and it's funny because all it, we walked away thinking, you know, we've done a lot of smart things to, to grow and to build this, but we've really never been as intentional as we have been over the last four days. And I'll, I'll share our list and, and share some numbers behind it. It's working. Go figure right? We're at, went from a, you know, 75 ish emails a day to 175 to 200 just over the last three or four days. Right. So this is the kind of thing that you put this out there. You say, look, along this journey, we're going to want to chase a bunch of shiny objects, but all we have to do is show up every single week and do this and a hundred K sub it's, it's program. You, you just have to, time just has to pass. So I think that's a good framework for a lot of people on their creative journeys is there's a billion different things you could do. How can you put together a system that if you simply follow for a year, the results take care of themselves? Yeah, right? that's, that's, that's the big thing is it's not a growth hack. It's a system. It's not a shortcut. If you do some clever thing, it's literally a habit. That's that just like we talk about with a writing habit. It's how do I build a habit and a system that takes me 15, 30 minutes a day and all I have to do, I don't have to think, right? It, I, I don't want to wake up in the morning and go, I need to come up with all of this stuff, right? It's I know that all the thinking's been done and all I have to do is show up for 15 or 30 minutes a day every day for a year and I have a hundred K email list, right? That's, that's what we want to reduce it down to. So as we go through this, we're, we're, we'll take you through the thinking, but the thinking is organized into steps. So as we go through, I encourage you at each step to go, okay, if I was to do this, you know, what would my list of assets be? Or what would my content buckets be? Right. So go through it so that by the time you, you walk away from here, you go, all right, I now have, I can adopt the same system. That's, that's our goal. Spot on. So yeah, Cole came over, we sat next to each other and said, 
how are we going to grow this thing? And to, to take you guys into the thinking at the very highest level, for the first, for the last, what, 12 months of growing this email list, we've only had one way you could get on it. And it was downloading our ultimate guide. And our ultimate guide is startwritingonline.com. And I was having some conversations with some other people around, um, you know, Twitter, and they were saying, hey, I've never really read too much of your stuff because the only thing you have is an absolute beginner guide. And that was kind of a signal to me of, you know, that makes sense. What is someone who is experienced coming to us for? They read our Twitters. They know there's a ton there, but what would they subscribe to? And we have our email list and our newsletter, which is the digital writing compass. But the only way someone gets onto that is if they opted into our guide and then were brought to it via once they go to the whole um, seven-day email course, they actually get pitched on joining Ship 30. And only then, if they haven't joined, they get added to the email list. And so that was a, a signal to me of, okay, well, a very low-hanging fruit is let's have two ways to get on our email list. You can download the ultimate guide or you can subscribe to our newsletter. Right. So now we have twi twice as many places to get on the email list. That's a lot easier to capture them, right? So that, I mean, we're talking stupid, simple things that you can do and that we weren't doing, right? And so we started there of, okay, well, let's create a landing page. And so here we go, right? I think this is a pretty good looking landing page. And on we did some tactical things around making sure it looks good on mobile, right? We tried to pick all the low hanging fruit before we went and did a bunch of extra work. Right. So if you go to this website on mobile, if you go to it, um, you'll see the you know email box is fresh at the top of the page. Very easy to opt in all of this. We built this in card, not in ConvertKit because ConvertKit is actually pretty limited on. Um, we had both of these in ConvertKit, but we wanted the custom um, formula. So if you go to both of these websites, you'll see they look fantastic on mobile. It's easy. Card is, a, I highly recommend Card, C-A-R-R-D. If you're building some pages like this, we're going to show you how and write the course to do create little landing pages like this as well. But um, yeah, that was just our thinking of, well, let's actually make it easy to get on. And so that's where we started. Yeah. And just, I, I want to keep emphasizing this over and over and over again. Digital businesses are so simple that they're complicated. You know, like, you consume all this information about how do I build a, a digital business or sell some sort of digital asset. It, there's three parts. It's the same three parts over and over and over and over and over again. It's I share my thinking for free on social. I deepen the relationship into some sort of email. I sell the digital product to my email list. That's it. Every digital business is those three components over and over and over again. There's different platforms, you know, there's different tools you can use. You can make it complicated, but ultimately that's what it is. Social to email, email to paid product. And so for as much as Ship30 has grown, again, where this thinking started was we've got the social, like Twitter is clearly working for us. And we've got the paid product, right? People take ship 30, but it's the middle piece 
where there was a lot of improvement, you know, like how do we get more people onto our email list? How do we send more valuable emails? How do we allocate more time to make sure that someone reads every single email so that when we pitch them a product, they're like, I read all your emails. I love it. Right. I want to buy. So you can see if, if all you are playing with are those three pieces, you can break them apart and you can go, okay, well, for the first six months, I just want to make sure that people are actually reading my stuff on Twitter. And then the next six months, all right, I just want to make sure that some portion of people who follow me on Twitter are getting to my email list and they actually read my emails, right? I actually make them valuable enough. And then, oh, okay, people are actually reading my emails. Cool. Now, how do I come up with the right product that solves the right problem for them to buy? That's it. And you can scale to millions and millions and millions in revenue off of those three pieces. So that, that was the, the origin of our thinking. How do we improve the, the email portion of this? So Dickie, maybe you want to explain, you were the one who kind of organized this and came up with this calendar view of how to think about the system. Yeah. So then we said, okay, what types of content are we going to create? So I started with a little calendar view in Notion and said, I want to be posting this many times about this many things. What does that actually look like? What are all the things we want to be posting on a regular basis every single week that we know, again, 100K is programmed in the universe. Time just has to catch up, right? So that was, we said, we want to be writing tweets that also go on LinkedIn. We want to be telling people about our newsletter. We want to be sharing some LinkedIn specific things because we're optimizing to grow there. We're going to... Um, that's really on the email side, but then also on just the business growth side, we want to be more intentional about sharing Ship30 testimonials, sharing type share features, and sharing just some, um, I think that's it. That's pretty much everything we have. We have standalone posts, and then we're going to write tw two Twitter threads per week. So we basically wanted to put all this on a calendar so that Cole and I can sit down one day a week and do all of this. That's the goal here is we actually, as much as we want to be creating content, we actually want to be creating new products and educational resources for the captain's table, for write the course, executive captains, improving ship 30. That is where our highest leverage time is. And so this calendar lets us go, how, how can I sit down for two hours on Sunday and do the entire week of work at once? right? Boom, 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 boom. And so that was, once you see that it's, I don't have to create something every single day, right? I can batch. And that's very powerful, especially when you get to higher levels in this, it's your, your time usually in the very beginning is all around creating high quality content at the bottom at the, or at the top of funnel, getting as many people to kind of see your stuff. But once you're at a, a minimum, or I guess a, a scale of audience, it's no longer that because you don't have to do very much to maintain that. Yeah. And Dan, your comment in the chat, you know, A, you're not alone. Like I cannot tell you, I've been reading about this stuff for over 10 years. <laughs> like as a 22 year old, after I graduated college, I remember sitting in my first job reading online, like, how do you build an email list? I've literally been reading and thinking about this stuff for over a decade. And even I still struggle with the, all right, we got to come up with what's our content strategy, right? And the, the trap that everyone falls into here, and I, I'm speaking from experience, is 
do not think of this as these are all the things I can do. Okay. This is like where mental masturbation comes into play to no end, right? You sit down and you're like, let me think of all the creative ideas I could do. And all of a sudden your calendar basically becomes one giant. These are all the things that I can do list, right? That is not what we're saying. You want to do the opposite. This list is what are the things that you want to drive attention to? Okay. So let's just make this stupid simple. We want TypeShare to grow. We need to tell people about TypeShare. We want our email list to grow. We need to tell people about our email list. We want Ship30 to grow. We need to tell people about the success stories of people in Ship30, right? Super simple, okay? So where you start is what are the things that you want to grow, right? What are the things that you want to drive attention to? This is not attention for the sake of attention, right? This is, we want to grow our email. We want to grow TypeShare. We want to grow Ship30. In order to do that, we should talk about those things one to two times a week, right? Think about how simple that is. Let's not overcomplicate it. So start there. Go, I have a podcast or I have a service business or I have a book that I wrote or I have a whatever in order to drive people to it, you need to tell them about it one to two times a week. That's it. Yeah. And so we're going to sit down on Sunday. And the thing about telling people about those things, it's very easy. You create a repeatable process. So why don't we start with these two tweets per day? Our take on this is these are not threads. These are standalone posts. How do we stay top of mind for people? The algorithms reward consistency. We want to post two times a day for no other reason than I think that's a good cadence. I think that's about as much as you could write high quality stuff. I think there's some Twitter growth guru, whatever, that's like post five, 10. I disagree. I think two max is where you should be. Two high quality tweets per day. Every time I show up in someone's feed, I'm providing value in some way, giving a little bit of dopamine some way, right? And I pick times, Cole, we talked about this. There's no reason really to pick a time other than it just gives you a medium to then post. Yeah. Yeah. Think about this more as a, like the, as we were doing this, my big mental shift was everyone thinks about content through the lens of what's going to be, or what is most effective in the if I post at 8.30 in the morning, is that more effective than 11 a.m.? Like they're, they're looking at the external. For us, this whole thing was what's going to work for our schedule based on the things that we want to do, right? So this isn't like, how am I chasing virality? It's more, what are the things that I want to drive attention to to grow our business? And where do I have open slots, right? That's, that's the way to think about it. So if you think, you know, I, I have a little morning routine and like every morning I like, you know, making some coffee and sitting down and reading or making some coffee and sitting down and like watching a certain YouTube channel or something, right? Twitter's the same way. You don't need to like bombard people a hundred times a day. They're just like, hey, I like hearing what you have to think. I want to sit down in front of your channel once a day. You know, it's just, it's, it's a simple, consistent cadence. So these two tweets per day is like, hey, you can sit down in front of our channel in the morning and in the evening, and we're just going to give you something short, interesting to think about 
and that's it. It's like that top of mind. So that way, as we send more things out, you're like, well, I'm already familiar with your content. I really enjoy your content. So cool. I'm, I'm on board for that. And just to show you guys how we're talking about this, Cole and I are posting at 8.30 and we're sitting down and we work around 8.45, 9 and blocking 30 to 45 minutes to respond to every single comment on our tweets and LinkedIn posts. We're doing that because one, again, a system. I know that if people are, how do you get more people to see your tweets? You get people to comment on your tweets. How do you get people to comment on your tweets? You respond to the comments that are there so they feel like they're going to get an answer from you. Very simple. And so we do it every day. We drink our coffee, we get warmed up, we bang out Twitter and that's it. Then we're off it for the day, right? We're focused on other things. Otherwise it kind of bleeds and bleeds and bleeds, but no, I get caught up once a day now. And again, we batch this whole process. Yep. So that's, that's your, think of that as your table stakes, right? Is like our whole business is built on Twitter, Twitter and LinkedIn. That's how people discover Ship30. That's how people discover this community. So we got to keep the engine running, right? So two tweets per day is like, we're going to keep the engine running, all right? Then the next is we talked about as you're building this, this schedule, right? What are all the things that you want to quote unquote plug? What are the things that you want to drive attention to? And this is so simple, it's complicated, right? You want your email list to grow? You got to tell people about your email list. You want people to buy your book? You got to tell people about your book. You want people to listen to your podcast? You got to tell people about your podcast, right? It's so simple. And yet we all overcomplicate and overthink this. So the easiest way to do this, again, don't treat your calendar as I have a gazillion ideas and these are all the things that I need to do. Just go, what are the things that I want? people to see. This is my company, or this is my service. This is my product. This is my podcast, you know, whatever it is. And then you have this little list, you know, two, three, five things. And then you just start going into your calendar. You go, all right, I'm going to plug one of those per day. So here was our list, right? We want to tell people about TypeShare. We want to tell people about our newsletter. We want to tell people about Ship30, tell people about our podcast. So we don't want to do that every day, right? We don't want to tell people about all four of those things seven days a week. We just want to remind them one day per week, right? So if we go back up to our calendar, we'd go, okay, on Mondays, we're going to talk about our newsletter. On Tuesdays, Dickie's doing a recap of our newsletter. Wednesdays, Dickie's uh, posting a Ship30 testimonial. Thursday, Dickie's plugging TypeShare. Friday, Cole's plugging a Ship30 testimonial and our podcast. Saturday, Ship30 testimonial and TypeShare while Dickie talks about our podcast. Sunday, TypeShare and newsletter. So because there's two of us, we can kind of alternate things, right? And so now we know, all right, these things that we want to drive attention to, we don't have to think about it. We don't have to invent the wheel every single morning. We just go, okay, on Wednesdays, we share a Ship30 testimonial. Great. I don't have to think about it anymore. You know, Thursday, talk about TypeShare. Great. Don't have to think about it anymore. Okay. So this is where you want to start is just what are the couple of things you want to drive attention to and plug them into different parts of your weekly calendar. And I'd say for the most part, most people here are not going to have four things. They should have one thing. It should be, I talk about something on Twitter and I have a newsletter. 
And then maybe you have a product, you've gone through zero to one and once a week you talk about your product, right? So again, don't, don't overwhelm yourself and think, oh, now I need to have a different asset to talk about every day. If you have a newsletter, talk about your newsletter every day, once, you know, provide some value and say, hey, if you want more, here it is. Very simple. Yeah. So after that, then, like we said, you go inside your calendar, try and do one asset per day, right? If you talk about two, it's whatever. The, the key here is trying to find ways to do it where it feels like a value add to the reader versus just, hey, look at this thing, right? So for example, we think that it's more valuable if we go, hey, let's tell you, the reader on Twitter, about this really cool thing that just happened to one of our shippers, right? Let's celebrate a success story. That's still telling people about Ship30, right? But that's more interesting than us just going, hey, you should sign up for Ship30, right? Or TypeShare, right? It's not that interesting for us to just go, you should sign up for TypeShare like every day. But what is interesting is going, hey, here's, an, here's a writing template that we think you would find really valuable. By the way, this template and dozens more of them exist in TypeShare, right? Or it's less effective to go, come listen to my podcast. And it's more effective to go, I just talked to this really amazing person. Here's what they shared with me about this topic, giving value to you, the reader. Oh, and by the way, you can listen to the whole episode over here on my podcast, right? So you want to try and find ways where the things that you're plugging, you still want to cater it to the interest of the reader versus just going, listen to me, follow me, pay attention to me, right? Because mm -hmm. the reader doesn't find any of that valuable. Right. We're not, we're not saying, hey, sign up for TypeShare. It's here's an awesome new feature, right? So we're, we're providing value in that way. So yeah. all right, let's keep rocking. Okay. So we take this cadence. And so then once you kind of have that plugged in, right, you have your, your, your baseline, I'm going to tweet one, one thing a day, like super simple, right? Every morning at 8.30 AM, I'm going to try and give you one tweet or one LinkedIn post that in some way adds value to the person that I want to help. For us, we want to help writers. So once a day, twice a day, we're going to give you something that's going to help you think about writing. Okay. Then we plug in all of our, these are the things we want to plug, right? So once we do that, we look at our schedule and go, eh, you know, I have some open windows, you know, if I wanted to, I could just throw in some other stuff that would be interesting. And so we're going to share a little, uh, an interesting opportunity we see right now. I'm sure as we share it and as this goes out, more and more people will do it. So who knows how, how long it'll be effective for. But there's a really interesting thing you can do on LinkedIn where inside these, um, you can do it on any social platform, but inside your open windows, it's a lot easier to curate content than it is create, right? When you have to sit down and create something, it takes more time. It takes more mental bandwidth. Curating content is basically as easy as going, well, what are the things that other people have shared and written and posted that accumulated a lot of viewership, right? So there's a tool, we've talked about this. Uh, I'll, I'll throw it in the chat here, or maybe Daniel, can you link to it? Uh, Tw Twemex, it's a extension and you can use it in Google Chrome and you can look up any user on Twitter, for example, and it'll automatically pull all their most engaged content, their highest performing content. 
So data already tells us, hey, of all the things that this person has written, these are the top 10, 15, 20, 25 pieces. So if you have some open windows and you're like, I want to grow more on LinkedIn or I want to grow more on Twitter, I want to grow more on whatever social platform, you can curate other people's content. So go look up your favorite creator, sort by on in Twemex, look them up and you'll see these are all their most engaged stuff, right? So here I did this for Justin and this was one of his higher performing standalone tweets, right? So I take that. And I go, I'm going to post that on LinkedIn with my own commentary. I'm going to share Justin's thing that data already says people want, people are already interested in, right? And I'm just going to build on it. Right? So, okay, well, here, here's what I think about those three skills every solo solopreneur needs. Okay. So this is this, we're starting to get a little bit into the quote unquote growth hacky territory. I don't love staying here because things are always changing and they're not super reliable. But as a fun little golden nugget today, this is the sort of thing where you can start to think about, you don't have to always be the creator. You can go curate other people's things. And because the engagement data is public, right? We can see how many likes it gets. We can see how many retweets it gets. We already know it works. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. I already know that went viral. So what are, the, what are the chances if I share someone else's viral thing that it's also probably going to get a good amount of attention for me? Pretty high, right? So that, that was our thinking of, we want to grow on LinkedIn. We have some open windows in our schedule. Why don't we do this once a day? We'll share someone else's thing once a day, right? So these are just, we want to share the thinking so that you can come up with your own ideas and ways of doing this too. And it's already working. Yeah, it's already working. You know? So where do we want to go from here? So the, the step five is this, all of the work up to this point was for this. So how you grow the most on any social platform is a mix. It's a barbell. It's a barbell between um, quick, easy to consume, um, shorter form content dopamine snack yeah little little dopamine snack right like dicky your your post here where where is it this is a total dopamine snack right is like good good and bad copywriting is it helpful yeah is it interesting yeah but really it's like it's like oh that's cool and then you kind of move on right and that, that is what like ultra, ultra short form typically is, right? There's a time and place for that. doesn't need to be your whole content strategy, but there's a time and place for that. The barbell is the other side. It's the longer form. It's the really valuable. It's the story. It's the framework. It's, it's the thread where you're like, wow, you spent two hours assembling that thing, right? And if you notice where a lot of the reader loyalty and the growth and the timeless library type stuff comes from is from this work. Okay, so I, I, I threw in here as we were writing this, everything up to this point would typically take us like, I don't know, 30 minutes in a day to go through, respond, engage, you know, you can schedule posts, right? But the writing of the two long form things a week, one to two of those might take us anywhere from like two to four hours. 
you know, it, it, they take more time and that's the point. So why we think about constructing a system like this is you go, I want to, I want to automate and make it as easy as possible to do the one tweet a day, one LinkedIn post a day, whatever. I want to automate, make it as easy as possible to plug all the things I want to drive attention to. Cool. That's like 80% of the work we're done. Now, all of our other headspace can be focused on how do we write one to two really valuable things a week where everyone who follows us is like, this is why I pay attention, right? And so you can see how if, if this is flipped, if you don't have a system for all the other stuff, hmm. by the time you get to this work, you're mentally exhausted. You're tired of spending time on Twitter and LinkedIn, right? You're, you're like, I don't have the mental bandwidth to do this. So this is why we're walking you through all of, all of this thinking. You want to automate as much of it as possible and remove the mental uh, bandwidth required to do it so that twice a week, Dickie and I can sit down and go, I'm going to write the most valuable thread you've ever read on this topic ever. That thread is going to get the most engagement. That thread is going to increase our audiences the most. That thread is going to spark more and more loyalty among our readers. That thread is probably going to get the most people on our email list that threat, right? Those, that's the barbell. Those, that's the thing that is going to have the biggest impact. And we're already starting to see it. So here, let me, how much more is left in this post, Cole? At the bottom? Um, mm. Some of the other okay. things we can kind of fly through, but yeah. Here, yeah, let's fly through it because I do want to show some examples of how we've already put this into practice this week. But yeah. Cool. So long form threads, that's where the bulk of your attention should go. If you're providing the most value there, the rest are all going to take care of themselves, right? Um, if you want to keep going. Yeah. And this, this is where a lot of people don't think to do this, but this is a huge missed opportunity. Okay. So every time that you want to plug something, you should not have to reinvent the wheel. Okay. So every time that we like want to comment on our own thread or comment on our own LinkedIn post, like, Hey, you should go join our newsletter. We shouldn't be sitting down rewriting that over and over and over again. So what did we do? We took five minutes. We created a couple templates for ourselves and you'll notice, right? If you follow or read any of our stuff on Twitter, you're going to see this a hundred thousand times. We're just going to use this templated response over and over and over again. Right. And, and, you shouldn't feel bad about that. Like that, every time you try and sit down and rewrite it, you're just saying the same exact thing more manually, wasting time, right? Just create a template, right? Or every time we have like a type share template pack we want to share, 99% of that should be written. And all I'm doing is changing the name of the template, right? Like there are little things that you can do where you can take 15, 20 minutes, create a couple assets. And just use those over and over and over again. Ship 30 testimonials. What did we do? We created a graphic design template. We sourced, you know, a hundred of them. And then we went through and we just batched and created all of them. Great. I don't have to reinvent the wheel. Every time I post a testimonial, I just pull one from my batch, right? So you're always thinking of how do I, how do I group things into tasks and just get all of them done so that I don't have to sit down and manually think about that every single day. This goes a long way. So if, if you're following the thinking here, we created templates of what to post each week. And then 
when we realized that we're going to be talking about similar things, now we take even more mental bandwidth back by saying, I don't even have to sit down on Sunday and look at these testimonials or talk about plugging our newsletter. I do that in 30 minutes on one Sunday for the next quarter, right? And this is where this is, it all compounds, right? Now you sit down the next week and it takes 20 minutes for you to do all the repeatable things for the week. And then you have even more time to bake into your high quality threads and your high quality engagement and courses and things you're creating, right? So just to show you guys how we're thinking about this, it's create templates to then create templates in bulk upload, right? Stay ahead of all of these things. So uh, it's, it's multiple layers of automation and um, systemizing that are going to compound later this summer when we sit down on a Sunday and it's like, we barely have anything to do for the week. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to just create new things all week long and all the attention that's compounding and driving traffic to the things we've already created, that's already taken care of. Yeah. And so you'll start to see how once you have a system like this over time, it gets easier and it gets more valuable. So this next step is most people don't write long enough to unlock the compounding. Okay. And this step is a perfect example. Every time you write and share something, not everyone who follows you reads it. They, they can't, they, because the algorithm doesn't show it to all of your followers, right? They only show it to a small percentage. And then if it performs well, they'll show it to more people. So what that means is as months go by and as an audience gets bigger, there's only a small portion of that audience that has seen almost everything that you've written, right? So we go back to step one. Step one is like, how do I just create a simple cadence? I'm going to give you one tweet a day, or I'm going to give you one LinkedIn post a day. From a cold start from the very beginning, that seems like a lot, right? Because you're like, oh, this is day one. I have to create something new every day. That seems very difficult. Six months later though, You've built this whole library and only five or 10% of all the people that follow you have read all of your stuff, right? So what can you do? You can go back through your library, you sort by all your highest performing things. And now all of a sudden you can take all that content and that becomes your new standalone content because only five or 10% of your followers have ever seen it, right? Then what happens a year later? You can do the same thing. And a year later, you can do the same thing, right? So This is one of those things where the more you write, the easier it gets because your library is getting bigger and bigger and you have more and more data around, well, what are the things that people want to read? And all of a sudden, you don't have to create a new tweet or a new LinkedIn post every day. All you're doing is just resharing something from six months ago. And this is just something to keep in mind. If you go from, just to put numbers on it, if you go from 10 to 100 followers, 90% of your following hasn't seen anything you wrote before that, back when you had 10 followers. Repeats itself when you get to 1,000, right? You go from 100 to 1,000, 90% of people have never seen anything that you wrote back when you had 100 followers. And this just keeps compounding. So now I'm sitting at 200,000, 90% of the people have not seen anything I wrote back last year when I had 20,000. So I can go to there and say, wow, Look at all this content I created to go from zero to 20,000. How can I just repurpose that? And now it's compounding and I do less work and less work. And I have all these ideas kind of working on top of one another. 
Yep. So again, you can go inside TypeShare and sort by what are the things with the highest likes, the highest retweets, the highest comments, whatever, and take something that you wrote six, seven, eight months ago, copy paste it, say it again, right? Mm -hmm. Most people haven't seen it. And so then go ahead. Once you do that, right, you can batch things together. All of the curated content, sit down for two hours and do all of that. All your standalone tweets go into your library, pull 50 of them, schedule it, right? All your testimonials go into your community or your reviews on your book or whatever, pull them all, schedule it, right? You can batch these tasks together and all of a sudden you don't have to wake up every day and go, I got seven things I need to create. No, six of those should be automated and done forever. And you have one job create one to two really valuable long form things a week. That's it. That's all you should be worried about. So let's just make this super tactical. That's the end of the post, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to share my screen and walk through a couple things just to show you this in action. Uh, Let me see here. Okay. So... Twitter, ConvertKit. This is our email list. This is everything full behind the scenes on the way we look at um, our email growth, right? This is when Cole and I were traveling. And then this is since we started to plug this every single day. This was a Sunday where we didn't create anything, but I'm, I'm no math guy, but this looks like double and triple, right? just in the last three days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right? We're taking this growth rate and doubling it. That's all it takes, right? If we're sitting at 150 to 200 um, emails a day, where are we going to be in a year? 100,000. That's all we're thinking about, right? Very simply putting the math behind it. Now on things we've been putting out, right? Here is our daily uh, growth content, single individual tweets. And then if you look, Look at all the um, things. Uh, it's not showing just because of the way I have this view, but I've responded to dozens of comments today already, right? So I go through, same thing, um, growth content, growth content. Now, the one long form thread of the week, this is actually kind of meta, but I reused an old thread that I had posted when I had far fewer and everyone in this call knows about it. Bang, a successful thread right? What did I plug at the bottom? Our email newsletter, right? We don't complicate this. How many people clicked on that newsletter? 220, just like that, right? So this is very simply just showing you the numbers behind some of this stuff of like, we say we're going to do a framework, right? Here's us talking about Ship30 testimonials, sharing wins from the community, sharing um, feedback from the surveys, just like we said we would. We haven't talked about TypeShare yet, but again, showing transparent things, talking about our newsletter. We said we were going to recap the newsletter. Here it is. All right, just showing you this. You guys are seeing the behind the scenes and then the front end. And then over on LinkedIn, very similar, using a little bit of repurposing on changing the hook. But basically everything we said we were going to do is right here. And it's working, right? So we put a a framework out there. You're going to see it into practice now every single week for the next year. 
yes, we're going to iterate. We'll probably sit down at the end of this week and say, what could we improve? What was wasted? What was wasted time? What was actually, what was the 80-20? What drove the most, right? If we say, where did all of our, I'm going to look at some Google Analytics data and say, what drove the most attention to our website? Was it LinkedIn? Was it Twitter? What do we get? How can we improve this process? And that's really where things start to compound. It's like you have this strong foundation and then how can I tweak? How can I tweak? How can I improve? And then your flywheel just keeps spinning. Yeah. And I, I want to add one quick thing to that too. You know, uh, I learn a ton from Dickie, an absolute metric ton. And our goal is as much as we learn from each other, we want to pass along and have you learn from us. And hopefully we have moments where we learn from you, right? Like we give you the thinking, you go experiment stuff with stuff. And then you come back and you're like, Hey, I tried something. We're like, cool. Never knew that you could do that. Nice. We're going to implement that too. Right. That is the whole point of this right here. But the, I would say one of the biggest things that I've learned from Dickie is um, a bad habit that I had in the past was saying, okay, I want to drive uh, attention to my newsletter, for example. But then when I would link to it on Twitter, it would get like, you know, 20 clicks. And I'd be like, ah, that, that didn't do anything, right? But what I forget, and, and something that I've really picked up from the way that Dickie thinks is, yeah, one time, that's all that happens. But what happens if you do that twice a week, every week for 12 months in a row? Oh, well, all of those little, little tiny numbers all add up together. And all of a sudden that one simple action really at the end of the year can lead to thousands or tens of thousands of subscribers, right? So it's very easy in the moment to look at something and go, oh, well, that only got four likes, right? Or oh, only five people clicked on that. And you want to get out of that way of thinking. You want to instead think, okay, yeah, but is the system working? And if the system's working, then all you have to do is repeat the system for a year, and a year later, everyone's like, how did you build this? You're like, well, I did some really simple things every single day for 365 days in a row. That's how, right? So I just, I want to reinforce that. It's like, it's not magical stuff. It's really simple, kind of boring stuff over and over and over and over and over again. It's, so I'll just walk you through this, the numbers here, right? We said that we wanted to get from 35,000 to 100,000. And um, that means we need 63,000 emails. If we capture 200 a day, that's 1,400 a week. Do the math on that. We're there in 46 weeks. We're there in a year, right? And so this is both. And we're already capturing 200 a day. Right. And it's only going to compound the more we do all this. So the, the life advice version of this is if you reflect on if I repeated what I did this week or today, every day or every week for a year, where am I going to end up? And if you want to go to bed every night with an absolute peaceful mindset, it's I know that if I just repeat what I did today or this week, every week for a year, I'm there. Yeah. And that's how you win. Right. I know that what Cole and I created today, it's like, wow, a year from now, most people can't think a year ahead. I struggle a lot to think a year ahead sometimes, but it's like, wow, if we're sitting here in a year and we have a hundred thousand on an email list, like that probably means our revenues tripled because our email list is directly tied to it. 
that sounds amazing, right? All we got to do is the system on that Notion dashboard, right? And so it's a it's a way of starting with how can I create a system that if I just show up for a year, it's going to work, right? We say with everything, you're playing a long game here. Everyone on this call is on the captain's table, hopefully for a year. So we're hopefully having these calls every week for a year. That's going to compound, right? So just want to take you all all the way in, in depth on the way we're thinking about this um, because that's it. Now we have this done. What else are we going to go create systems around? What else are we going to then say? Because the goal is to your systems to free up time to spend time on things you don't yet have systems for, right? And then once you get those spun up, you invest time in systematizing those things, bang, compound, compound, and you guys can see where we're headed with all this. So here's, here's a, a fun challenge I think we should do. Um, I'm sure there will be some questions about all the stuff that we just, we just dug into. And uh, we have to wrap here because we have a, a live session with Ali. Um, but we will answer any questions that you have on this deep dive if you take the first step and create your own week-long calendar view post a screenshot as a response to the deep dive. And if we see your screenshot, then we will answer your questions. But we are not answering questions for people who go, I'm not going to take the first step, but I've got a zillion questions. Okay. So we're not doing it to be mean. We're doing it to force you to take some action. That we need to do that more. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, thumbs up, throw in the chat. Was this helpful? Good to hear our thinking behind this, more sessions like this, talking through both the business side, the email side, kind of give you everything we're thinking about um, across the board. So appreciate that. Appreciate that. Epic. Well, I hope everyone has a great day. And if you're joining us to chat with Ollie, we'll see you over there in a minute. Yep. All right. See you guys in a bit.